1: plushcare.com slash weight loss
0: right how are you then darling? well
2: I'm depressed yes. I'm depressed I feel depressed I am down I am in a funk I've got the blues
0: do you want to tell us why
2: I don't know why it's poor, but it's just I don't know it's 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 because I'm such a loser and a bad person.
0: <laughs> Except, like, but every other week you seem to be fine. It's not. Like, look at you laughing already. I did say that when one is broadcasting and one is feeling miserable and depressed, I bet you have to talk about it. Yeah. You can't just suppress it like... I don't know. To be really happy.
2: I'm <laughs> just going to take that out. Can't also, take that out. Oh, just but as an aside, Neil, can you bleep a name later? I really want to say the name, but can you bleep it out? Yeah. Is that possible? Way, okay. yeah. Um, or we'll put bird song over it, or something. Like they is used it my to... name? No, it's not your name. It's Charles that's... is a
0: right wanker. No,
2: his name. Is it? Name. Yeah, but that's gonna be. Is it for the for a later story? No, can I can leave I, it I, there as well. Yeah, yes, of course, because then it's funny. Right. Um. So yeah, I, everything is. Everything feels very bleak. Okay,
0: um, so that's all very interesting. Yes, fascinating. You said it now. No. Uh, but the look in the newspaper today, Chris Smith, the white oh, oh Iris. Oh, Iris, stop it. the time today, the benefit system is to hire therapists to get people back to work amid frustration that the NHS is not doing enough to deal with soaring long-term sickness. Mm. Official figures show that a record 2.55 million individuals were not working because of illnesses. Right. That was meant to sound like rabbit ears. Yeah, but yeah. Inverted commas. Up more than 400,000 since the pandemic. The increase is despite economic activity being up. Okay, and I'm tying this in. Look, there's, there's glib points, oh, hypochondriac millennials, and mm. serious points, does working from home, a lack of targets, a lack of direction, yeah. lead to physical slash mental illnesses which feed into each other? Mm-hmm. We, two and a half million people are, are not working now because of their ill. Um, not
2: working at all or insisting on working from, from home? Out of the workplace
0: at any one time. Oh, okay. I, mean, I would have to read the whole piece to analysis is it's hardly surprising the number of chronically ill people has increased in the aftermath of a deadly pandemic. However, the record 2.55 million people now saying they are not working because of long-term sickness represents a trend that began before COVID whose causes permeate deep into British society. Um, you know, people are not going to work. And why is this happening? And, and I suppose there's a number of things, you know, but I think people have been working from home and... You know not exercising and putting on weight and not walk this is what i'm picking up from the pieces inside not you know walking from the car park to the, to yeah. the office or from the train station to the office or you when know I, when no I one left, does the sorry when
2: i when i left the independent when i was 27 and went freelance i put you on tired i put on 20s. half a stone i put on half a stone because i no longer walked from Canary Wharf station to the independent office and back again and then back to here so yes you're absolutely right people don't think about their commute as exercise but it is
0: But also, there is the social interaction. There is chatting to people. There is flirting with people. There is going out for work drinks, which are illegal now because you might end up snogging someone and they might not like it. But there is uh, is a page There There is getting up to go and ask a colleague on a different floor or the other side of a large multi-desking room something and coming back and sitting down and moving your neck position. People sit at home. People sit, like like you do and I don't because I'm still slightly triggered by the thought of staying in bed. But you will work... With a laptop on your literal lap. Mm-hmm. I see it in the in the shop office that I sometimes... But I mean shared office, not shed office. I see that in the office. Young people who, they work all hunched up with their... With their on, or sitting on a sofa with a laptop. Right. There. You know, the neck injuries they get from being on the phone all the time. All these kinds of things. Um, which are all... And, and now that working from home is sort of optional, people are staying... And it just happens. It is a sort Do of... Do you know de- what I think it is? What?
2: I think it's related to... Um, all the bullying stuff that's been in the papers recently. I saw so much bullying stuff in all the papers on Tuesday. So, for example, on page 8 of Tuesday's Times, um, a company handed £140,000 to tackle... Har- bullying, harassment and discrimination within the Cabinet Office is locked in its own discrimination battle with one of its founders. So, complete mess. And then page nine... Just tell me
0: about the bullying because I want to yeah, go on with sure. the illness thing. But why, why is this relating to bullying?
2: Oh, because I think that... I, I don't think it's illness. I think I think a couple of... I think it's a perfect storm. a couple of things are happening. So, basically, people have people are, are, now understand that you can work from home. So, right, so I can work from home. They understand that it's much nicer to work from home. They
0: think it's much nicer they to think, work from home. But,
2: and also, they people have realised that workplaces are full of bullies and weirdos and they don't want to deal with them <laughs> okay, anymore.
0: I, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, it's, they've been given the option to work from home because they think that their terribly important work can be more productive, but it's not making them healthy. I've got a friend, for example, um, who uh, who has stopped working in an office because he can get more billable hours yeah. from being at home. Yeah. And he's put on two stone, yeah. three stone from mm. sitting up. Yeah, I'm billing for 16 hours a day where I was billing 12 hours a day. There's no point going to the office, all my workmates are billing more hours. This is for accountancy, for law. It mm. doesn't work if you're a doctor, really. But and the thing I'm, is that they
2: say to that they say to themselves i'll go for a run later yeah and then they don't but they think they have in (laughs)
0: lockdown because there was the government mandated hours exercise we all kind of did it i would get up at two and literally march for an hour around the heath i'm not doing that now
2: no wankers
0: work Mm -hmm. it's like so i'm not i don't suffer from this too much (coughs) bless you very ill take another week off (coughs) oh dear Call a doctor um, Would I, you? I, I don't. You don't have anyone you have to make excuses to. But that in the workforce—that's mm. the one sneeze from one of these millennial wusses, and they're on the phone. I've got long COVID, taking another fortnight off. And the thing about this—they think my mate who's billing more hours and getting fatter and fatter—they they, he thinks he's having a better time. I'm not a mug going in and, and on yeah. the tube wasting my time, becoming unfit, becoming unhealthy. Um, I would now just pause to draw a parallel, rather sad parallel, with my late father, who well, not, was not the healthiest of men. He was a smoker and, a, a, and he liked to drink. He wasn't an alcoholic, but he, he liked a bit of lunch. He liked, and he smoked sixty fags a day. But he was re- he was a little bit overweight. But he he got about. He was fine until he was fifty one, when he his services and editor were no longer required. He went home to work. Had just day. He picked up three columns. Was earning and a TV show called My Bluff was earning far more than he ever had. Right. Sitting about at home, he became very quickly ill in his mind. I believe, at odds with the rest of my family, I believe that it was a form of depression, undiagnosed depression yeah um brought on by having nowhere to go his, his, his writing pieces uh, dee, uh, dee, uh, we all know that's that's that that just gets itself done the yeah. great thing about being a writer being a magazine and you go to the office you chat with people you make friends you lose friends you have fights you flirt you go you go out for lunch you walk there and walk back he doesn't go downstairs and get a get a get a get a frozen pizza out, out of the freezer yeah um and and he just became but he thought he was ill Mm. okay so he thought he he had these pains and these sweats I think it was a manifestation of a mental illness which was brought on by not working and I I I think these people are
2: suffering from absolutely I mean psychosomatic illnesses are the pain is real like definitely
0: well in a psychosomatic one the symptoms come from the mental thing. I think you actually do also develop obesity and respiratory and postural Backs and necks are cited as the main reason. Oh, really? how, yeah, how good is your back or neck meant to feel? You know, we all st- we stood up a million years too early. Your back and your neck are weak. But what they're saying is, should the government legislate? Don't make people. Do some exercise. And that's never worked. No. Never, the I've point never. is, people should be forced to go to work. The, 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 that is, that's what people have missed, um, is that the, the work... The office, the whole thing built up, because people have to be occupied. You, you, Once you take away the going to the office, what is humanity? These people yeah. who are billing more hours at home, you think that's really important? You think, no, that work is just to keep people busy. Mm-hmm. These little tasks you're doing, which you can now do FH, the world doesn't need those, really. Nobody needs your accounting, your stupid legal contract reading, <laughs> your stupid fucking newspaper columns. No, okay, you know, They were to keep you busy. They were to keep you moving, and now everyone's getting depressed and ill, and you've got to force people to go back to work. Do you know, if I was going to write one of my meaningful columns where mm-hmm. people go, oh, this is really good, such beautiful writing, I would write the story of my dad. And I would write a column saying, I look at these people and I think malinger at her, huh? and then I thought of my father. So first of all, I'd have to be sure in my mind that my mother and my sister were okay with it. But that is a piece I could write, I watched my father decline as a direct result yeah. of not going to an office. And he could do all this stuff. Now, this is a very moving and excellent piece. They'd probably illustrate it with a picture of him. I would probably have very few jokes in, but I, I've been quite tempted to do it, partly because I've got to go to Dorset. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So the only
2: reason for ever doing anything is, is get... Will it speed my work up?
0: Will it get, get it... I could get it out of the way and I've got to write it on the train and like, can I can do it in two and a half hours, ideally before lunch because after lunch I'll be having one of those lovely two and a half hour train journeys back from the West Country. Just quietly weeing yourself eyes in your of seat. <laughs> weeing outside the, 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 the train loo because someone shut themselves in there to sleep. And um, No, but it's like... No, 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 but I think... What if I said... I, I want to... say These work-shy people who are getting ill... I know the problem, and then write my father da, 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 and tell mm. the story of my dad. Mm-hmm. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. So, um, speaking of sitting around doing fuck all and watching TV and getting ill, can you explain about Philip Schofield and ah, Holly Willoughby? And
2: Holly Miss Willoughby. Because okay. I
0: see, congratulations to me for saying Holly Willoughby and not. What's her name? What's her name? And yeah. like Tess Daly. Or <laughs> right, so they're on okay. the they're in the papers they've fallen day out day his day. his brother's a rotter mm-hmm. i have nothing here and i feel a bit like things like a bit, bit like the balkans war in northern ireland i feel yes. like i've come into the story too late, too late to go back and find out how No, it you haven't
2: there isn't really much of a story um okay they present so they present this morning
0: which is not the show that piers morgan used to do it's the other no, channel that's
2: i think that's good morning Britain,
0: okay Orchid, they present Britain. this morning on I- itv, ITV.
2: Uh, and it's on and about now i think it's on between about 10 30 to 12 or something it's a kind of mid-morning magazine right. show. right and what's what's up and so what is up is that they have had this partnership for i mean a, a long like eight eight years ten years a long time and they used to be best, best, best friends, and they had this sort of amazing on-screen chemistry, which I've never really witnessed because I don't watch daytime TV. It's one of my working-from-home Mates rules.
0: chemistry, not sex chemistry. Yes,
2: you do not turn the telly on. And so, but they had this, I, I occasionally see it on Instagram reels, them sort of corpsing and laughing, and they clearly sort of got on really well, and they were great friends. Then uh, the relationship was sort of slightly started to decline, and then it was the Queen's funeral thing. With the with the walking past the coffin and everyone just lost their minds when over. they were
0: seen finally past the coffin yes. having not queued
2: or something yeah but it was like who's... I mean God knows whose fault was it was she you know was it his idea what happened behind the scenes da 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 and then there was a thing about so things got, got, became complicated then that was in September last September and then Philip Schofield's brother. Was um, arrested and charged and tried. Phil took two weeks off during the trial. Uh, Holly was partnered with Alison Hammond, who's a right laugh. And they and they and she was suddenly started thinking hmm, maybe I should sort of change this up. I think it's now just considered that Philip Schofield is just a bit. He's just a bit sort of tarnished. Also, there is just the thing that Philip Schofield is off screen. He's, you know. He told me that he was the nastiest person that she'd ever met. I mean, she sort of couldn't believe how nasty he was. So, um, and from working with him,
0: from on brief, TV. yeah, from
2: working from from appearance on on the show, and I think that you know, I think that sort of everybody knows that he's a quite spiky off screen, and their relationship has just sort of fallen to bits a bit. But what is happening is the Daily Mail, for whatever reason, whether they just sort of personally don't like Philip Schofield or they believe that they're their readers are very invested in this relationship, but they are basically really gunning for Phil Schofield.
0: Do you think that his days were numbered, as far as the Daily Mail is concerned, from the moment he came out?
2: That's a good question, because certainly they were very supportive at the time, and thought it was all kind of marvellous and great, and gave it loads of really but that's, positive but there, was coverage. But didn't he
0: come out because some one of the papers had a story, and he M- M- classic...
2: Who knows? That's and the, the Mail is able to
0: say it's not because he's gay, it's because he lied. Yeah, or it's something, yeah, would, exactly. Yeah. Or that
2: it was just—it was just—it's just, it's just a, bit, a bit, sort of. They all find it a bit kind of. But there was you know,
0: some show, so they've, so they've carried on presenting. Yes. And
2: I watched it yesterday. It's the fun—it's it's the funniest program on television. They had a segment on ants.
0: When you say it's the funniest program, you mean you watched it because they're, it's funny because they're pretending to be friends?
2: No, I thought that. I mean, oh, well, look, I've got nothing to compare it with because I've never watched it before. But I watched—I watched ten minutes of it yesterday to see this kind of awkwardness. But I mean, they—they they looked like they were taking part in a hostage video. But I'm assuming that that's what they're always a bit like and then oh Neil thinks that's funny and then uh and but I so I don't know what they're normally like but then they had they literally had they had sit they go and now we're going to talk to the um you know the lead exterminator of the UK about what to do about ants in your kitchen and they literally had a serious conversation with a woman about ants coming into your kitchen in the summer and I thought this is insane this program is insane their figures have dropped today they've gone from something like so it's like close on a million people so what's the solution
0: to the problem that philip and holly have finished
2: well it's obviously i mean i'm afraid it's got to be us has not it
0: us presenting richard
2: Madeley and judy finnegan were like the best partnership ever on this morning
0: Ah, You see, look at us having a lovely time. We, we can easily be do their job.
2: On telly. Yeah, be and so we good. endlessly
0: do this podcast when we fucking hate each other. No, no. And we manage. I
2: don't hate you at the moment. I've no, at the moment. No. I've had a series of nightmares when you're when you are like dead and have left me, which I think has contributed to my low mood. And it's made, well, waking
1: up and finding it, I'm still
0: alive. <laughs> 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 You've also had to write this piece. But you're still here. <laughs> I'm writing
2: a piece about divorce, uh, p- people who are divorcing in their 50s, and it is so, so depressing reading stories about people who get divorced, just, just generally is why you said to me, don't
0: ever divorce me, darling, mainly because you can't face the paperwork. You know that if the paperwork no, were the left, paperwork left to you... the paperwork is easy. Is it? I,
2: I started a divorce claim online yesterday to see how easy it was. It's in really In your own easy. name? No, I didn't put my name. I didn't get to the point where I put my name in. But it's really easy. There are like ten steps now.
0: You don't have to accuse me of anything.
2: I don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to apportion blame or anything. I, you can just, and you don't even have to agree. The
0: one bit was when I. You have to find me in bed with some nineteen-year-old. <laughs> so, so at least I get to be in bed with.
2: Them. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, so that's what's happening to Phil and Holly. But I don't think it's doing this
0: one. For the solution company. is not necessarily us.
1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Can I we do know. the new
2: ADHD quiz on you? The one on Tuesday's paper? As I, just, as I bang my little drum for you having ADHD. Uh Okay. You don't have to.
0: Well, I, you've already done it for me. I was on the train yesterday. No,
2: there were some questions I couldn't answer.
0: And you, and I opened T2 and it said, oh, Have you got ADHD? And I noticed that it, there were little ticks on all these things. And I thought, But these aren't, don't reflect Esther. Oh, no, she's been pretending she's me yeah. and doing an ADHD and test then again. Fine, and then,
2: I gave, fine, you, and then fine. I gave you the paper and sent you away on the train with it. And hopefully. then I found it. And I, No, but wait, there are some questions that I can't answer, though. There's the quiz. Okay, the adult check, but just quickly, just quickly, okay. Part A: How often do you have trouble wrapping up the final details of a project? Sorry, before you just set.
0: Why are we? It's a news podcast. Why? Why? ADHD? Oh, sorry. Yes,
2: fine. Um, there's been a story this week about a journalist called James Bloodworth, who basically secured an ADHD diagnosis privately and some medication from a dodgy, um, dodgy kind of neurodiversity psychiatrist. They are everywhere. Absolutely. Um, I totally believe the story. I totally believe that as an adult, he was just, they went, yep, you have got ADHD, have some pills. I completely believe and that. And he's saying
0: it's a scandal that drugs have been given out.
2: Yes, yes on the basis yes. of yeah, Now, with adults, it's quite straightforward. With children, it's much more difficult because you have to get there because they, they you interview the parents and you interview them and you interview their teachers and it's all got to kind of match up. Mm-hmm. So, if if for example your boss had to answer the questions for you, not just you, then it would be slightly harder to give someone a diagnosis. Okay. you you see people
0: just want these sort of these these are sort of amphetamine derivatives? People just want the drugs so they
2: particularly want the drugs i think that people want an explanation for why they are the way that they are and adhd is a very important okay. explanation okay so this is the adult checklist um which is the adult adhd self-report scale symptom checklist developed in conjunction with the who and okay. what
0: you have there is two sets of questions the yeah. first one you have to have three out of the it looks like nine uh, yes. And then have the, have ones, and the ones and the ones below. And my experience looking at it was that the ones at the top, which tell you if you're ADHD, I'm probably not. And the, but anyway,
2: I thought that as well. I thought that as well. So part A: How often do you have trouble wrapping up the final details of a project once the challenging parts have been done?
0: Never. Should we stop this podcast now? Okay. That was a joke.
2: Oh I see, sorry, sorry. Sorry, No, but no, but like I may have
0: ADHD, but you have no sense of it. That was a joke. Let's wrap it up without finishing it. Because I'm so ADHD.
2: Okay. How often sorry, your little face
0: fell terribly. Well, you look
2: really cross. How often do you have difficulty getting things in order when you have to do a task that requires organization? I'm just thinking about you doing your VAT return and you're super organised about that. But sometimes you're a bit slapdash about other stuff, like when you're hanging pictures, sometimes you'll just like you'll like you know, charge at it with the hammer and then realise you haven't got the nails or the tape measure or the pencil or anything.
0: That's not a that I make think, me neurodivergent. I think
2: sometimes. How often do you have problems remembering appointments or obligation? Often.
0: Only that one. Yeah. Okay, yes, that's true.
2: When you have a task that requires a lot of thought, how often do you avoid or delay getting started? What do you ever do do that requires thought?
0: I write newspaper articles. <laughs>
2: How often do you fidget or squirm with your hands or feet when you have to sit down for a long time?
0: I don't jiggle my leg. I'm not a, I'm not no, a jiggler. you're not okay? a leg jiggler. I, 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 on a two-hour, horrible Thameslink train to Brighton yesterday, I got a bit uncomfortable and sort of squirmed no, up, but, I don't but, know but basically not. And you're
2: very still when you're watching cricket, like weirdly still. Okay, yeah. so rarely...
0: Because nothing's happening, and if how you, if you often, look away, you miss it.
2: How often do you feel overly active and compelled to do things like you're being driven by a just motor? Just not, really. Okay, never. All right, then, fine. But at part B, it's just like... It's all me. It's everything. Very Go often, very often. All right. How often do you have difficulty keeping your attention when you are doing boring or repetitive work? No, not that. So I would say sometimes. How often do you have difficulty concentrating on what people say to you, even when they are speaking too directly? Very often. How often do you misplace or have difficulty finding things at home or at work? Very often. How often are you distracted by activity or noise around you? Very often. How often do you leave your seat in meetings or other situations in which you are expected to remain seated? Very often. How is this
0: not bullying? How often? This is bullying in the workplace. How You're just often shouting at me. How often? This is not how you treat people with neurodivergence. How often
2: do you feel restless or fidgety? Often. How often do you have difficulty unwinding and relaxing when you have time to yourself? Very often. Very often how that's true how often do you find yourself talking too much when you are in social situations both of us very often when you're in a conversation how often do you find yourself finishing the sentence? this is just describing yourself?
0: humans it's bullshit it's very as often. bullshit as any cosmo how, who's your ideal husband going to be how often do
2: you have difficulty waiting your turn in situations when turn taking is required very yes. often Curing how often shit. do you interrupt others when they are busy very often. Who
0: do I interrupt when they're busy? Me. You're never constant. busy. You just admitted you've got nothing to do and are depressed about it.
2: Well, okay, fine. I admit you haven't got ADHD because you don't answer those those first you put ones. Bed then.
0: Me. We no longer got. No. One more. Two more because you can't put any of that ADHD horseshit in. People won't be able to sit through it. So boring. Um, I women think vie will be the
2: judge of that. W- yes. Women
0: vie with men for bestsellers, which is a. I I think a really bad attempt to make a headline because why would you say bestsellers? But anyway, the world of wine has long been dominated by men. Yet, times are changing. Women are encroaching on the basket of maleness. Buried Brothers, the wine merchant, says the number of women joining its collector-seller plan is now growing faster than the number of men jumping by 11% over the past year. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then Jancis Robinson, the wonderful Jancis. Sorry, Jane McQuitty, equally wonderful, uh, says that the Times is wine uh, critic, says that female talent uncorked and flowing, that's another top bit of headline writing, sniffy male sommeliers and misogynist wine merchants will have to get used to it. Women are taking over the world of wine. Says okay. Jane. Now, yes. my version is women are taking over the world of wine. Fucking take it. Ladies, you're welcome to it. Have it. What sort of a wine buff I mean if it was you, what sort of a wine buff would you make? What sort of oh, wine? Oh, it would be
2: brilliant. <laughs> Everything if you had a like
0: cellar, it would if exactly.
2: It would be pink and yellow, my cellar. No red wine there, disgusting. It Would be ice cold.
0: Do you see? There t- you are at the Gavroche, head sommelier, yeah. three grapes hanging from your yes. one of your melons. Yes. Uh, and sauntering over there with your bow tie, yeah. going, I, I have the wine list, monsieur. And there's some Frenchman who's going, and so, you know, he's got sort of so macro I would say, or, I'm
2: having a steak with red, red wine jus. And I would say, Oh, would you like a very nice cold glass of Chardonnay, sir? And he would go, oh, I, sort of I will have some red. No, I don't think you want that, actually. All that disgusting stuff that looks like blood and smells like old books. There.
0: Yeah, no. Exa- someone would come in and say, uh, "Do you have any? Do you have any claret? Yeah, red, yeah. White. <laughs> tongue white, tongue yeah. white, tongue white, tongue white. Yeah. Um,
2: you want to stop drinking that with a chardonnay? You can drink it all week. <laughs> you got it. You've got to write, ladies. You that your your first thing was right, ladies. You want the industry? You take it because men have turned it into the most boring fucking yes. thing in the world.
0: So, like, wine pairing is bullshit. Flights of wine are bullshit.
2: bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: James Bond, incredibly boring, knows all about wine. I mean, I'll be reusing some jokes, such as the bits, you know, when, when Bond will sort of go, oh, so 1953, you can t- from the yes. south side of the vineyard. Yeah. And you think, <laughs> h- h- how did you... Uh, it's been in uh, two hours of shade. Which but the gives thing you is, that is that that when, when,
2: we met, when we met, I assumed that you would know everything about wine. And you claimed not to... But then you actually did, and you sort of you don't sort of lie about how much you know about wine, but you really you keep it really really quiet. I was at dinner the other night with a load of women, and they were all forty, and they and they and the came around would you glass of like a glass of wine, and they all got really embarrassed and said, "I'll just have the house white." And I just thought, "Oh my god, you don't. I mean, you literally like no, being really boring and knowing everything about wine is." Awful. But not be able to look at a wine list and saying, I'll have the Riesling or whatever,
0: that's Well, no, I'm one of those very, very special people though, who knows everything but is very modest <laughs> and does you know doesn't want to make other people feel bad. But I
2: didn't Stand what i was dealing with because i was like i'm assumed that you would know loads about wine and then you go no i don't know i don't know, I don't know what you know i don't know anything about what do you what do you like i mean would you like drinking and i was like i like le piador and you would go like right we'll have a bottle of the pinot whatever like you knew what what wine which what is the job of a
0: sommelier fucking love uh, but, but in the de- in the old days it was yeah so the, but the point is is that there is um there's a thing the thing that's that, circling back to the point about james bond and 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 uh uh and him and, and him knowing everything about this. there's a there's a famous one in Aurora from Russia with Love, I think, when he handed a brandy and he says, oh, delicious fifty seven. Uh and M says, uh it's a brandy bond. Brandy doesn't have a vintage. So I'm talking about the original vintage on which the Solara system is based, eighteen fifty-seven. <laughs> and then he shoots some bird in the eyes. And and you think and the point about that is so okay, very. He knows about it. This is the thing we think about. How did he get to know about it? Yeah, studying books, doing, yeah. going to tastings, in in it's Kettering. Like spit <laughs> <laughs> like... spit spit spit. And the point is, knowing about it's no more impressive than knowing that the 1857 out of Grimsby will mm. be a diesel thing in locomotive trans something Express 972767B. Yes. Train spotting. Why they're all whatever you know about Superman or Batman comics, whatever. the... If you have some vast knowledge that you can call on, you're 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 a twat. Um, and this is the kind of male twattery it's surprising that women would want to get involved in. I
2: would love it if, if, if there was some kind of app that women who don't literally know so little about wine that they will say, I will have aged 40, they will yeah. say, I will have the house wine. The app
0: that you want to use is Tinder. But instead of swiping yeah. for handsome, you swipe for the bloke who says he knows about wine. Then you get one of them.
2: know, uh, but no, no, but you don't get one, <laughs> you don't get one of you. You get some awful man who knows about what side of the vineyard it was.
0: I love it's how you think co- it would be a good thing to get me on Tinder.
2: It would be a, quite a surprise. I don't mean, <laughs> Tinder sounds awful. I really hope all those dating apps die. They're so rude to each other. My friend Gina, right? She's on like date dating apps. and she sends me screenshots of things that people say to her, and I would never recover from some of the insults that she's had.
0: This feels like one of the things that. Neil would just fade out yeah, you maybe. talking, and then <laughs> <played> the, <esto> the theme music.
2: <hurr conjugate> <gtush Towar duplicate>
0: <salmon> <music> <Robert> <quais> You've been listening to Giles Corran has no idea with me, Giles Corrin
2: and me, Esther Walker.
0: To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper, or treat yourselves to a digital subscription.